you guys may not believe this, but there was a major power outage in my county last night. A small aircraft flying from New York City or the state of New York, somewhere in New York, to Maryland, Montgomery County, crashed into power lines, knocking out power for well over 100,000 people. And that included me. So this episode is a little bit late. Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, I'm going to take a detour down danger lane. Don't know why, but I felt this interesting topic that I saw. I felt it was important to share with you guys. Before we dive into the episode, let's dive into the quickie. So I've been on a hunt recently looking for ingredients for uh, pre-workouts. And I've been looking, again, recently everywhere, online, in stores, um, and in general, like a supplement that will help me with extra motivation, almost like a boost of energy. And that's shocking for me, asking for energy. But recently I felt it's been a little bit of a low and I needed something extra. So my workouts in my garage have been great for cost savings purposes, but it does lack a little bit of the human interaction and the shenanigans I would usually partake in in my previous gym. Additionally, as like the sunset around 4.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this has been a challenge for me uh, going into the garage has been really less motivating, especially when it's dark out um, and and have an extended meeting from work that that pass that goes past my air quote time to get off. You know, it's the motivation really just goes out of the window. And so um, that, you know, all of those factors together led me to just looking for a supplement that can help me out with a little bit of energy, but I wanted something natural. Didn't want a bunch of ingredients that were um, created, air quote. Um, really was trying to find something that was simple that can easily digest, keto, if you will, <laughs> perspective, you know. So in particular, I wanted something um, caffeine-free. That was major, at least. I'm not a coffee drinker. For those who know, coffee a little bit somewhat it flutters me. I feel a little bit jittery when I drink coffee, so I really try to stay away from it. And if I do, it's in very extreme small doses, like very small amount. So that that was ingredient number one to avoid. Um, additionally, I needed, you know, something that um, that can provide like building blocks for just muscle building and endurance in general, which led me to learning a little bit more about beta alanine and the properties of that. And I, I won't go into the backstory, but um, that also comes with a specific side effect that I was absolutely not thrilled about. So the beta alanine is naturally produced in a body. And I was like, okay, perfect. I was like, okay, 
I can maybe find foods that can give me that additional um, boost, if you will. And so not just the food aspect of it, but I wanted something that um, I didn't have to take a supplement for what I could, that can actually get from other food sources. And so this this ingredient naturally, as I said, naturally produced in the body. So for me, it made the side effect of the tingling or itching sensation in the upper body not worth it. Um, so I, um, as I did my research, I found foods such as beef, chicken broth, fish, tuna, salmon, which I like to call salmon because there's an L there, and small amounts of eggs. And so I was like, okay, I can get that beta alanine from those different sources. I also was looking for something with no GMOs, no gluten. No, I do not have a gluten allergy, but I like to reduce the sugar intake as much as possible. Um, understanding that there are sugar that the body needs and there are sugar in other items that I eat. So, but I am really adamant on reducing sugar intake when possible. Um, no antibiotics, no soy, and as as best I can is find ingredients that have uh, no artificial ingredients. So I'm currently trying out this one brand. Won't say the name just yet. Um, I have my eye on a secondary one as well. Um, it's been popping up on my Instagram consistently. But I'm doing my due diligence, and I will let you guys know in the future which best works for me. And that's my quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and others. So in this episode, I'm going to try to take a perspective where politics, hate speech, and division goes to the next level. But can it work with success from a business perspective? So I'll explore two themes here. Creating a specific brand and political involvement in non-political matters. So here's some of the details or the backstory, if you will. There's a small Texas or let me rephrase. There was a small Texas fintech company that marketed itself as the anti-woke alternative for pro-freedom Americans has shut down. Very interesting. So this company, this fintech company, and those who know, I love fintechs. I love simplicity and I love a product that is all into one. And some of my favorite fintechs out there, you know, do a really good job at taking your wealth management, stock portfolios, your everyday or traditional banking, um, even organizing your bill pays, if you will, um, and smash it all into one useful app that is, yeah, I love fintechs. I really do. And so, again, this Texas firm marketed itself as the anti-woke alternative for pro-freedom. Like, you're fintech. Your focus should be on financial technology. Yet, you have a motto that's derived in other areas, other lanes that are not in financial and technology. But hey, let's go. Let's go with it. The company was called Glorified. Now, 
play on words here, but I think it's very <laughs> glory. So G L O R I F I glorify, which was based in Texas, as I mentioned, made its debut in September, allowing customers who felt Wall Street was too liberal to opening checking and savings accounts and applying for credit cards. So because Wall Street was too liberal, we're going to create our own anti-woke bank. All right, follow, follow along. So less than three months later, however, <laughs> the bottom fell out after necessary funding did not come through. I mean, I can imagine why. Who would want to invest in a company where your focus isn't necessarily on this one specific topic or brand. It's on a brand topic, but you have your roots into a bunch of other areas. I, I see that as a lack of focus uh, for that particular company. And as an investor, I think I would it would give me pause. You may find those individuals who support this as well, right? Which is fine. But would you in a mass from like a, from a macro perspective? I don't really think so. So the company, which initially received fundings um, for different groups, I won't name, um, was hoping to merge with another SPAC. And that's a way to really accelerate into um, um, really to pretty much accelerate uh, the funding um, cycles. And so the deal required a certain amount of money to be raised, which, again, that company did not raise um so the glorified website announced the shutdown but not without taking a few last swings <laughs> at his critics and so recently um as i talk uh they, they made uh, several mistakes along the way reputation uh, attacks that they decided to levy on other others <laughs> um obviously the declining economy was it's, it's, it's a major factor as well, um, as well as multiple negative media stories. Like it's, it's, it's this, this, the ship is sinking and you are throwing bolos attacks out the door, right? Which I don't think you would want to do when you're trying to find someone, maybe even at the last second to help you out with your funding. Um, so as a result of the developments uh, late last week, uh, the board directors, and leadership of glorified or glorify <laughs> have come to a heartbreaking and i'm doing an air quotes conclusion that we need to begin winding down the company's operations again after three months so officials said that that they began processing or a process of helping customers resolve their accounts things were never smooth however so these are stories that you know, testimonies, if you will, that the company missed its launch dates, blaming technology and Wall Street Journal reports that some employees say that the founder would drink on a job and had a volatile temper. So in the midst of all of that, remember, this is three months, the founder stepped down as CEO and became the executive chair in October. The company, before it stripped its website, described itself as a potential for potential customers as a financial lifestyle app. 
which which in part I really support because it's a, a lifestyle, right? It's that's what I think fintechs are, um, but more in the direction of financial technology lifestyle. But this company decided to mesh, in my opinion, two really different lanes into one. And so for this company, it, it felt they wanted to design an app for we the people saying you deserve the benefits of big tech while being free to celebrate your love of God and country without fear of cancellation. Amongst its evangelists was several well-known individuals, which I will not name as well. Um, so that's some, that's the background of a little bit background of this fintech company called Glorify, which at least I think the name was on target with the mission. Um, I just totally disagree with the actual mission of or even a model of this company. Right? You, you're you. I would think you would want to find a a way to market it or brand your company that would benefit individuals in a different way financially in a different way than other fintechs out there and i guess that's what they thought they were doing but again we mashed in two very different areas together so so those i think so my themes here i really, really want to dive into is creating a specific brand versus creating a specific brand for a segment of the population. That is where the nuance is very important. You want to find your niche area for your brand to differentiate itself from other fintechs out there. That is absolute the right goal or perspective to have. But with Glorify, I think they went again a bit too far, far where they decided that not only we want to create a specific brand, we want to create this brand that's only targeted for a portion of the population. So think about it. Fintechs are electric car maker or vegan foodie shop, right? All of those things are real specific, right? That specific in those different industries. But when you inject faith values into vegan foodie shop, is beyond a specific brand what marketing or what market are you really trying to serve here that is where it leads me down the line we, we we're we're confusing things here and so as i mentioned earlier even the name i think was pretty spot on which was a play on words for glorified um i think was pretty neat but when you just take that step in a different direction it it doesn't make sense right so using that example this is where i think we're injecting politics or religious beliefs are totally unnecessary or it does not add value so for me it further isolates the brand and limits the potential customers you are you're you you i would think desire is to have as many customers or outreach as possible. Why would I want to 
confuse matters by having other items unrelated to financial technology. Not sure. I agree with, with how this company was going, right? And I understand why it didn't last. The other theme here is political involvement in non-political matters. We've been seeing this countless, um, a lot in almost everyday life. So it appears to me, I won't say in recent years, but I would say political involvement, it seems to have a steady increase activity in almost every sector of our existence and everywhere globally. It's political involvement is getting more and more involved in otherwise non-political areas. And that bugs me. I just, I want to be able to go to something, activity, event, watch something on television and not in have political pundits interjecting their thoughts. Speaking of, so now that we are like faced with this political matters and almost every aspect of our society, and I would say this, every news program that you, that you look at, there's a pundit or the shows turn into pundits and that's just news right i thought about it it's it's pervasive everywhere so if you think about it there are recap shows for almost everything and these recap shows are really pundits right your youtube reaction videos that's a pundit recap show your instant tweets of real-time actions or activity that's air quote a recap that's pundit right news recap coverage providing their opinions on matters um, before and after sporting event shows all of these things are pundit shows where someone is providing their opinion on something right hell podcasts what i'm doing right now is a recap show of the news and the events that are going on, right? It's all pundit related. And for some reason, we have, I don't know, become desensitized to it or it's become the norm where we feel political matters have, should be interjected in everyday life and it becomes almost a commonplace. It doesn't appear to be stopping. And that's, that's very scary for me. Um, because I think that's where the hate speech continues to grow. And I also think that's where this company, Glorify, fell short. You're getting into other areas that have nothing to do with your business idea. Also, it messed with your funding. Eh, you know, you really want it. I don't know. I, I don't want to tell them that they do a bait and switch here, right? Lie, get the funding and then go out. But I'm happy this company was honest and that this company does not exist, to be honest with you guys. Um... So when I think of this, again, this Texas glorified company, um, I clearly see that from a branding perspective that this company wouldn't have, wouldn't have made, made it um, and personal political involvement in your beliefs and religion is understandable. But to create a company with a specific goal to be anti-liberal or woke is a bad move especially when that move is trying to link liberal with anti-religion. And I, that's kind of the, the, the capstone executive summary that I took from this article is that they're linking liberal 
are with anti-woke with anti-religion. It's like they're, they're trying to um, combine all of those into one. And I think it's as a marketing perspective, it's working. Lots of people believe that. And it's very interesting that this is where we headed and how this divide is continuing to happen throughout not just America. I feel like globally, this is also happening in different parts of the world. So um, it's a stretch for me. <laughs> I think, you know, just bringing those two elements together, I don't really see how that makes sense. But for some, it does. And I think we just need to be um, vigilant on when we do our research on something, you know, um, understanding maybe even a little bit more of the background of that particular company. And I'm not saying to cancel companies. I I have a major problem with this whole cancel culture that we gets going on right now. I, I do not like it. Um, but I can say it is important for us to do our own research and due diligence on to and to find out specifically about the brands that we are investing our time, money, and energy into. Just like I did in, in the quickie, looking for a particular a pre-workout that can help, you know. And so that led me down a line of not just pre-workouts, but it actually led me down a line of just an energy endurance drink. Not energy, that's not right. Um, maybe a muscle booster that's not necessarily all of the ingredients that a normal pre-workout would have, but more of a focus factor in endurance type of of area. So that, I, I think that is more what I needed. Um, and the product that I am trying out right now is less of a pre-workout and more of in that focus lane. And so I would say the same thing as you search for your fintechs or maybe you may be OK with your current banking situation. Um, I do think fintechs are outstanding in general, especially when you're thinking about consolidation of things. You have your money all over the place. And I'm saying that meaning like you have your money in different companies. Um some traditional online banking, some app related, some not. You may have a financial wealth manager. It it, it could be too much. Um, but what I like about again about the fintechs, they are designed to be all in one. So what do you guys think? Um ask yourself this question. <laughs> As you like just having daily conversations, I'm not saying to have a battle with someone. That is not what I'm saying here. I'm just saying or suggesting that um, when you're listening to a conversation and someone interjects religion or politics into otherwise non-related topics, what do you do? Do you just stand there or do you do you stop them and you try to redirect the conversation back to the intent? of the conversation just so that you could stay on focus and on message um, or do you just allow it to happen because that's the way that individual has always done it and you just want to like not have any type of confrontation be interesting to know how does one handle those type of situations um, just want to also say that this episode uh, is not financial advice <laughs> I am not a financial expert I am just sharing information from my perspective and strategies that I find successful and stories that I found very interesting in a way to help all of us maintain focus on the things that we are researching and the involvement in where we spend our money. I think that is very important. So, okay, friends, good chat until next week. 
Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace.